Dalton, I want you to, to, to close your eyes for me. No. Close your eyes for me. Closing them. Okay. Now pull your pants up. All right. Got it. Now that, now that we're all dressed. I was expecting other things. What would you do if you were in elementary school, you're sitting down in class, and there's just this one kid my nose. who just continuously just like keeps talking, talking, talking. The teacher says, if you don't stop, I'm going to make an example out of you. And then then the kid just doesn't stop, so she brings him to the front of the class. I'd be like, oh, Miss Plumundon. She sits up. Hey, she was hot. <laughs> she uh, was hot, dude. She, she sits him in a chair in the front of the class, and he's facing the whiteboard, and she makes all the students sit down on the floor. And they all, spank all you see is the back of this kid's head. She goes, I'm going to put a blanket over your head, and then I'm going to give you what you deserve for not listening. So you see her put the blanket over the kid's head. She grabs the kid by the head, and she twists it really hard, and all of a sudden you see his head pop. What would you do? What the fuck are you talking what about? What if you saw your teacher pop a student's head? I don't know. It'd probably be some type of traumatic experience for any other child in there. But for me, I'm hard as fuck. So I'd be like, yo, <laughs> let me see the real thing. <laughs> well, uh, apparently that's a thing in China. I watched this. Um, is it like not? They don't actually kill the kid, though, right? No, it's no, like no, an no, example no. of like, if you don't listen, this is what happens. No, I honestly don't even know that story is true. Because they, uh, they do videos of like their kids. And they and they have like a like a pet or like a little like a stuffed animal next to the kid, and they like act like the stuffed animal like eat your food, and the stuffed animal won't eat its food, so they smack the shit out of the stuffed animal in front of the God. kid, and then the, then the mom looks at the kid and tries to give him the food, and the kid's like, yes, I'll eat it, and eats the food That's automatically. It, I mean, it works, and you're not it's not child abuse if you're not hurting the child. So you're just emotionally scarring them. No, I mean uh, they're doing what they're this. What it's they're uh, to eat. So what happens is the student sits down in the chair, and then uh, the teacher has given him a balloon. So she has the kid, as she puts the blanket over the kid, the kid puts his head down and puts the balloon on his neck. That's clever. And then she they drop it, so it looks like the kid's head is there, and she twists it, and all the kids, like, there's, like, one little boy who, like, is so scared he tries to, like, run, but it's just, like, <laughs> his feet kick out, like, start pushing before he can stand up, so he's just laying on the floor trying to crawl back to, the, like, the back of the room. That is, that is scary, though. Dude, that's, like, that's scary as shit. You don't know what to expect from that. I mean, in my class, the worst, I was like, no, don't take down my stars. Like, it was never, don't pop my friend's head off, please. <laughs> oh, do you remember the cards? Like, the, the red card, yellow card, green card, green if you were good, if you were, like, being bad was, that day. I was so good in school, dude. I was so good in school till I hit high school. I was, like, A's and B's. But the minute I hit high school, I was like, you know what? I'm a drum. You got to get D's because that's my last name. Yep. Everything starts with a D. Dalton, drum, D's. All D's. So I just kept it going. You know what I mean? Continuous. All right. Well, just like those D's, David, roll this intro. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm drum. I'm drummer. Trump makes cheese. Make Trump makes the cheese take a citizenship test. <laughs> Swiss cheese? Uh-uh. Fuck <laughs> inside those papers. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. Week 31. <laughs> oh, my God. How are we doing, guys? Week 31. That's 15 plus 5 equals 20 plus 3. 23 plus 6 is 29 plus 2 is 31. You got. You were so close. So close. Have you guys heard of uh? uh I'm sorry, Matthew. Matthew wants to speak, guys. Hold on. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. For the new people, they have no idea who we are at all, and it's important that we introduce ourselves every time. Um, it's in the intro of the song, so I feel like it's already there. 
I'm drum. I'm drummer. All right. So back to this cheese conversation. No, no, no. I want to talk about Tata Duende. What? Tata Duende. What is that? It is a big fear in uh, Norway, Norwegian cultures, and in Mexico. Or Norwal? And Spain. And it's like a big thing where it's basically this deathly fear of uh, of gnomes and goblins. Oh. Like they're, they're, they're called Tata Duendes. And um, there's this documentary that came out about Tata Duendes and they're so serious about it. But the videos they have are so fucking bad. And it's like, how do you, like, how did you guys actually make like a 45 minute documentary on this? And I found it once. And I, but the thing was, I found it and I wasn't on my, you know how like you have like your YouTube, like you have it all signed up and you can go through your history. I did it on my new laptop and my name wasn't signed into it yet. So I can't find that freaking documentary again. And it's called Tata Duende. And it's about all these people that have all these crazy stories about gnomes and goblins. And they basically, they basically are like creatures that just try to fuck your day up. Like they'll try, they'll steal your socks, you know, that's the normal one you hear. But they also like try to ruin your life. If they don't like you, they try to ruin your life. That's, that's two very different extremes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Like if they like, like they go from like taking your socks to like blowing up your car. Like yeah. there's no in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you guys can try and find that documentary, everyone look up uh, Tata Duendes, T A T A D U E N D E. Uh, it's actually really, it's, it's really funny to watch because some videos are absolutely like, terrible and some are actually pretty interesting so give it a look it's pretty cool that's like yeah i've heard of that before it's they're kind of like leprechauns yeah there's a version of it in hawaii that is the same and there's a video of that where it's just like a little shadow on the wall yeah that just runs across the room yeah it'd be terrifying be terrifying i'm I'm afraid of you know most things smaller than me so i would think you'd have power over them no, no, doesn't even Maggie. Way. Even Maggie, Maggie Maggie's smaller me. than you. No, I'm just kidding. She is small. She's so cute though. I love that damn dog. Dalton, dude, what's the worst job you've ever had? Because we, I feel like you and I both have had like some interesting jobs. How many jobs have you had like overall, until like right now? Total, uh, five or six. You had five to six jobs. Let me see. Let me see. I have. I think I've had. S- no, hold on. Let me think. No, where did I work? No, Target. UPS. I always forget you worked at Target. Me too. Yeah, Target. I got yelled at my first day. <laughs> I was. I just learned how to learn run the register. But you know, they like they don't teach you on the register. They show you, and you watch them do it. They talk about it first, and they take you out on the floor. They show you, and they're like, "Okay, guys, it's the end of the night. Nothing. Nobody's angry at the end of the night, right? Just go and get get on your own register, and just have people come up." So my first time. First register, my first lady. I what, ever, what register number was it? Seven or something. Right. And I got there, and I was like, oh, God. So I still barely knew, but like, if you didn't know, you just lit up, and one of the guys came and helped you. They were, they were on top of it, right? So this girl was there, and she is, uh, she she walks up with her daughter, and she, she looks okay. Like She looks nice. She comes up, and she just throws everything down i'm like oh okay i ask her how she's doing she's like how do you think i'm doing and i was like well not too good <laughs> so i i start taking her stuff and i uh started putting them in bags but you that was when you had to ask them like oh like uh, it's, it's like 10 cents a bag right and so i didn't ask her 
And so then after I was done putting everything in the bag, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, these are three bags. It's going to be 30 cents. Is that okay? She's like, you didn't tell me that. And I was like, yeah, I also haven't put your like your stuff through yet. So like, is that okay? Or, or do you want me to take them out of the bag for you? She's like, well, you already put them in my bag. Why would you tell me, why would you take it all out for me to do this? And she started going off. And, her, and you see your daughter look at me like, oh, shit. How old's his daughter? The daughter's like 13, 14. And the lady's like literally yelling at me. And I'm like, like pressing the button. And I'm like, someone come help me. Someone come help me. Because I didn't know what I was doing. So the guy came and helped. He's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. You can take it for free. Like, just take the bags. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Like, it, no, there's no problem here. And I was like, he's like, bro, like, why you? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just got here. And he's like, I've literally never had that happen with any of my new people yet. And I was like, all right, cool. So that was my first, like, experience with the cat, like, at, as a cashier at Target. The rest of the time at Target, it was pretty chill the only thing that sucked is that target didn't play music and I, he's we were at target uh before um our cousin's daughter had a drive-by birthday so we had to go get gifts and then when we walked in we were walking through some of the, the aisles and then dalton made a comment he's like man i wish they played music when uh, i worked at target i totally forgot that you worked at target like i it was seasonal right yeah i was there i was gonna be put on f- like for part-time for like not seasonal anymore this old lady was going to uh, retire. So I was like, oh, awesome. Like, she's going to retire. I've already been told that, hey, when she leaves, like, you're going to be put in. Just so you know, like, get it. Like, they had all the paperwork set up for me for the next day. And I come in, and the old lady decides she wants to work for another fucking three years. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you, like I talked to her, and she, t- she said she was, like, excited to retire. But I think something happened at her home life, and she wasn't ready to leave. And I was like, God damn it. So then they offered me the Starbucks job. And I was like, yo, that's a lot of responsibility. And I'm not into that. So I was like, no, I'm okay. So I just left. And then I worked. I, I don't have like a really like bad, bad job though. So you prefer to have the music playing? Oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't get like, like, did you ever get sick of the loop that they had at JCPenney's? Uh, have you ever tried to work in silence, David? It's depressing. Half the time I can and half the time I need music. It depends on how focused I am. Well, if you're doing the cashier thing and you're just constantly beep, 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 and that's all you hear for eight hours to nine hours a day, it drives you nuts. No, I, I never really paid attention to the music. The only time I paid attention to the music was uh, it randomly got changed. And there was a song about having sex on a beach, and it was very descriptive. And I remember I was ringing up uh, one of the customers, and then she had her daughter, and she's like, this song is so inappropriate. And then got mad at me for the song that was playing, and I was like, I have no idea who the hell is in charge of this. Um, But they never changed it. They just left it on. So it was interesting. You worked on Black Friday, right? I did. Black Friday is absolutely insane. I think everybody should work it at least once. Um, Yeah, because at JCPenney's, everything's always on sale, just – FYI. So if you don't know that you have insider knowledge though. So do you, do they, is the conspiracy theory, right? Do they wait for like two weeks before all the big sales hit? And that's when they raise all the prices so that when the sale hits, it just goes back to normal price. Um, at, at target, it wasn't like that. I, I, so that, so the crew that comes in and works the graveyard shift, they're the ones that would do the price changes. And then I never noticed it. Um, so, so uh, I don't know about that, but I do know that everything does go. JC Penney's they did a very terrible job with their branding, and they are like the discount retail store. 
Like it's always on sale. And I'd had customers know like customers are fucking smart. Like they would tell me like, cause they would come up for something and they'd be, Oh, is there a coupon? I'd be like, no. And I would always try and get them to buy it full price. And they're like, why? It's just going to be on sale in two weeks. And then, and then it, it, uh, it went on sale. It was a discount retail compared to like what others versus like Macy's. Oh, okay. Like they have very similar stuff, but, uh, JC Penney's just going to go on sale. Okay. I can't stop thinking about this. Mitch told me the other day, he told me some word that I say wrong. And I can't. Oh, let me see which word it is, because I can't stop like trying to hear myself say it. What word is it? I'm looking at it. Hold on. That you say wrong. Yeah, he like brought it up, and then I can't unhear it. Did he, did he say it in the podcast? Yeah. We say a lot of words wrong, though. We do. And Rachel's always asking me why we're making fun of each other when that happens. And then she'll say something wrong while she's asking me that, and then I'll make fun of her for saying that wrong. Exactly. <laughs> It's okay to be wrong. Just don't get used to being right. You know? Fucking knowledge, dude. Just, well, wait. Can you explain that a little bit better? I don't want to explain it. I want you to ponder Did on that. Did you think of that right now? Just right now. Just right now? <laughs> That's a straight drum quote. <laughs> Say it again. Do you remember what you just it's said? A, it's okay to be wrong. Just don't be okay with being right. Wait, is that how I said it the first time? <laughs> I don't know. We got to listen to this back. <laughs> Did you find the word? I say pull wrong. Pool? I, I normally say pool. Like I'm swimming in a pool and I pull something instead of pull. That's pool not that bad. And pool. Okay, Mitch. Hey, Mitch <laughs> for the podcast. Shut the fuck up. All right, guy. You don't know what you're talking about. But it's funny because like I never think about stuff like that. Like I just I talk. And apparently like I notice it because Monique says certain words wrong too. And what was funny is like. Wrong or differently? Different. I, everyone, everyone around this room say button. button. Oh, yeah, it's button. I know people button. that say button. I had an no, old roommate from Hawaii that said button. Button. And rum. Button. Button. Like, I go, I'm going to go to sleep Dal- in my, Dalton in my rum. hates when you enunciate T's. Button. Button. That's JP what, does that. That's button. what Jarek did, too, I'm like, right? dude, say button. Huh? No, Jarek said button. Button, yeah. yeah. That's so weird. I wonder how our listeners say button. Hey, everyone, send us an email of a video of how of you, you say button. <laughs> saying button. Just that. Nothing else. Just say button. If you guys do, I'll give you a gold star. David and I made a big decision, Dalton. What is that? We're getting our scuba license. Oh, I thought you guys like reading it off that deal last week. Just like JC Penney's, it shows up on sale every four hours. <laughs> it's the one where it's like, hey, you have 12 hours. It's going to end at 12 hours. And then you check after because I, I texted him at like one. No, we I texted him forgot. the next morning because I started playing The Witcher at, at like nine o'clock and then stopped at one. Yeah. And then that's when I realized I was like, oh, man, I missed the deal. So I texted him the next morning. And I was like, all right, I'll look for a new one. Look back up. And the same deal was like back up. 18 hours left. I was like, okay, so this this just resets every yeah, day. Yeah, okay, okay. That's cool. You guys are excited? Yeah. Uh, I'm scared as shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. Why? I texted Matt and was well, like. Well, imagine you're, you, you go do, do the scuba diving and it's like you look down and it's just a dark abyss. You don't know what's what's down there, dude. Nobody knows what's down there. We're still finding new species and there's some there's something that ate a great white shark. I read this in like a newsletter thing. They ate, something ate a great white shark they were tracking, and it was big. It was a big great white shark. And apparently, they saw like the degrees change, and he just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper, and it was getting warmer and warmer and warmer. And then something like like uh, like the megalodon like ate it, like the like the same jaw size, all that ate it. And then finally the the battery or whatever, the, the thing that was the chip, finally came up and roasted and they got it. And they got to get all the details on the on their buddy. In the shark? 
in the shark, yeah. Well, our scuba license would only let us go 40 feet down, so I don't think that's much of a problem. Is that enough to go see pirate ships? It's enough to go see pirate ships. Yep, which is how we got into this whole thing. So last week, was it last week? It was last week. David came over and said, I watched... I, I'm reading a book on pirates right now. Oh, is that why? Yeah. I thought you uh, you brought up um, Indiana Matt, Jones. Matt, take your shoes, shoes off the, the thing. No. No, shoes carry a lot of stuff like coronavirus. I read the book on pirates. Read the book on pirates, and then he's like, "Dude, I want to get my scuba license." And I had just watched this like document, like motivational thing about like stepping out of your comfort zone. I was like, "Hey, that terrifies me. Let's do it." So now we're doing it. Um, you pay for it already too? No, we're gonna do that right after this. Yep. Oh shoot. So, yeah, so that'll be pretty cool. Hopefully, and then David's like, I want to go explore pirate ships. I do. Off the fl- coast of Florida, there are, I think, hundreds, if not thousands, of like shipwrecked um shipwrecks from like the 1800s and uh, the how, 1700s because uh, the the coast has like really high reefs that are really like dodgy okay. and so you had to take like a very specific route to get to the shore otherwise you hit these reefs yeah. and then boom you just so are you guys like because i know i know sharks are very misinterpreted like they're not things that are going to eat you they're super shy yeah they're super shy they don't care about you um and so like i know they don't really eat people but you still have like bull sharks and tiger sharks that are known to be fairly aggressive so i'm just gonna rub its belly like you told me okay you can only do that though if like you actually can if you grab the shark like you have to bait it in yeah you have to get really close to the shark turn it over and then rub its belly and it paralyzes i'm just gonna pee a little bit it paralyzes the shark it it paralyzes the shark you rub its belly and they, they literally just sink that's a real thing. I saw it on Shark Week. Well, I'm sure also wherever we go scuba, I, I I don't think we'd be going off on our own into these like uncharted waters. Don't worry. We'll take Seth with us. Seth, yeah. Seth has a scuba license. Okay. For sure. And he for found, sure. they, he said there's a shipwreck off of San Pedro and he lost his GoPro there. Well, we got to go find the GoPro. That's the, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the only reason why you have to get your license. We somehow find it. <laughs> Could you imagine how happy Seth would be? Oh, I think he'd be pretty mad because we'd then be selling it to him for like how much twice the price of the GoPro yeah. is. <laughs> That's cool. That's exciting. But yeah, I tend to base a lot of decisions off of uh, stuff that I want to do because I've read it or seen it. I believe it, man. I like that. I like that. Hey, do you guys think I would look good with a nose piercing? I already talked about this with David, but like a little thing right here, a little ring. He was telling me he wants to get tattoos and a nose piercing. I said, tattoos are fine, dude. I don't think you look good with a nose piercing. I think you could pull off a nose piercing. You think so? Yeah. Is it mainly because you want to make fun of me when I have it? No. (laughs) Let me see your mouth. (laughs) I can't see if you're smiling or not. What kind of nose piercing do you think you can work? For Dalton, it would have to be the one that... uh, Not the septum pierce. Like the... A ring or a piercing? Ring. I'm talking about a ring. Don't yeah. get like a stud in your nose. No, I'm talking about a ring. Stud yeah. is what girls have. A ring is what girls and guys have. Yeah, I think you could pull off a... a, a... Monique got her nose pierced. She did? Uh-huh. Did it get infected? No, no, no. It's like she, my biggest fear. Is to she get was having infected. like a, a midlife crisis and then she went and got her nose pierced and actually looked pretty good. Uh, Why and do then... get those when they have a midlife crisis? I mean... You need a change. You need a change. Okay. Interesting. So uh, she got it, and then I've actually I've thought about it before, but I just don't have that. You don't. You will never get a tattoo. You will never get a piercing. You're gonna live the most basic human life. 
You're gonna you're gonna work for an insurance company. You're gonna make a few hundred dollars. This is making them want to go do all this stuff. <laughs> I, I know, hope you know goal. that. That's oh, the goal. Okay. <laughs> okay no. I want that to come back one day with a fucking sleeve. Just be like, yeah, you don't think I can do it now? You don't think I can do it now? And then at the end of the day, he'd be like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that just to prove you wrong. No, I don't think I would ever get a nose piercing. I thought about it, like like most things. Like I've thought about getting tattoos multiple times, but it's always like a 30-minute, like, oh, that'd be sick. That's a good idea. And then just like, yeah, I don't want it. This is the first time I've you thought about it. You can't get it because you, you said you'd be super – you hate stuff on your on your skin. Yeah. But yeah. like what if – like. It's different than a pen on your skin. You know what I mean? So what if you like the feeling of a needle more than a pen? He doesn't like seeing it on his skin. I feel like I would get used to it. Like, if I got one, I don't think I would absolutely hate it. I just... I think you'd get used to it, too. I forget sometimes that I have this. And I'll look and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love David's tattoo. I just wish David would have shaded his tattoo. Would shade it? Yeah. I can still go out and shade it. I think you should. Okay. I've always, me and Matthew both thought the same thing that David should shade his tattoo. How? How? I'm, let me just put it this way. When I showed my dad a picture of your tattoo, I said, This is David's tattoo. Well, and he said, and I quote, No, there's no way that's it. He's going to go back for a second session to get it shaded. And then I said, No, I asked him, Is it done? And David said, Yes. Your dad's also got like a sick, full on, like, I don't know if it would couple be sick, of tattoos, but it's know. it's a nice tattoo. It's it's a nice tattoo. It's is a, it is it sick? Nah. Eh. Is it is it like yeah? It's cool, man. It's cool. It's starting to look a little big though. Yeah, um, yeah. Get that man back in the gym. Mm-hmm. So Dalton, what would you do if David and I went scuba diving right after we like a week after we uh, get certified? Our, get certified. We go scuba diving for sure. And we don't come back. Good for you guys. We don't That's come good back. for us. Is you guys found we Atlantis. Don't come back? We found Atlantis or did we find the Loch Ness Monster? That's not here. That's you, not here? It's in Scotland. How do you know? It's, it's, it's in Scotland, right? Okay, yeah. It is there. Uh, because they have pictures of, of Nessie. Hmm. What do you think is more... Um, Realistic? Yeah. Uh, Atlantis Nessie. or Nessie? Nessie. Why? I think if Atlantis was a thing... It's so deep under, under like 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 sea sea sand. What is it? Like the bottom of the sea. Like it's like it's under that. Like you have to dig it out under the ocean floor. Yeah, like it's so sunken in and so old that you. It's gonna take years and years and years of technology before you can even find Atlantis. But what's more realistic is uh, Nessie, mainly because I want it to be. Can you imagine? It's fucking cool. It's like a world serpent, but smaller well we can use that to go into uh one of our favorite segments is hey. it can- what this is one of those times where he remember when he was like sometimes i sit there and i go do i want to do it right or do i want to do it wrong just to piss matt off <laughs> yeah this is one of those you times. know why i'm doing that because matthew's covering his mouth with the microphone and it's really bothering me today don't look at me. Don't cover your mouth. How do you? If I talk, with, why do you talk like that? Stop talking like this. I'm just talking into the microphone. Just keep it here. No, because if I do that, you tell me to move it closer to my face. If I hold it close to my face, you tell me stop eating the microphone. You know, I've been taking these naps every day, and I think they might be impacting the way I think at night, or the way the way I the way I sleep at night. Well, 
you know, usually if you take a nap during the day, you don't need that sleep time at night. So then you're up later. Yeah, I don't understand that. I only take a nap for 30 minutes. How does that equal two hours of sleep that I would get normally? I usually go to sleep like around 10, right? So how does my 30 minutes of sleep impact my 10 p.m. to 5 a.m.? I only have a little bit of a range of sleeping time. So why is that 30 minutes taking away from that? Because the quality of your sleep during that nap is probably deeper in REM than most of the hours. So it's actually higher quality of sleep. So it requires you to have less and you're more rested when you wake up from that nap. Okay, okay. You literally talked about this like three weeks ago when we started talking about like different sleeping schedules for people. You know, we talked about like napping for 20 minutes at a time. Yeah, but I I, like nap every day now, like consistently. And like I enjoy it. I love my naps. Me too, bro. But you know what I do? What? It's just really weird. I use my jacket. I don't like covering my legs. So I use my jacket and it feels like something's holding me. And I nap like a fucking baby. You and probably I put the hood over my face and I just knock out. You probably love a weighted blanket. No, 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 no. I don't like things on my legs. Like oh. the jacket is literally just like the zip up jacket. You just open it up and you just lay it on. Why you. don't you just get under your covers? No. Is that too much of commitment or what? It's too much commitment. And it's like I'm only trying to lay down for 30 minutes, not an hour. Are you napping because you're tired or just because you just... I get, I get really sleepy around 2 o'clock, so I take a 30-minute nap. Do you have coffee in the morning? No. I don't drink coffee anymore. Oh, okay. He doesn't drink coffee anymore, not because he's giving up caffeine, but because he doesn't <laughs> like the fact that he can't use creamer in his coffee. It doesn't taste good without the right creamer, so I can't drink it. Yeah, you can put uh, syrup in it. What? <laughs> that's what my mom does now. She was like, I don't put the creamer. I don't put the sugar because that's bad for you. So I just put syrup in. Isn't that the I'm like, same? Like, Isn't nope, syrup have just as much sugar? That's what I would think. If but not it's, more? It's organic, so it's good for you. That's not. Okay. No. All right. You got it, Mr. Rodriguez. Mrs. Rodriguez. Whatever. Whatever makes your coffee taste good. All right. Can we go into this, this canon? Oh, yeah. Well, do you want to do it correctly this time? Yeah, let's try and do it, Matt. I'm going all the way through. You can keep hey, it. Hey, Matt, in. actually yeah, try this time. Wants. Okay. Okay, whatever. Okay, I don't like the vibe Matt's bringing into the canon. Can you, can you talk to him, David? Don't do it right. I Just tell him. Tell him to bring in a good attitude or else I'm not going to do it. Matt, can you bring in a good attitude? Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me consult the other voices in my head real quick. Okay. Oh, my God. I watched this thing last <laughs> night. <laughs> 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 on, on pe- you know, like, uh, like people, like, actually, like, people who have split personality disorder mm-hmm. hate the movie Split. Like it's like Why? it's like rude, like it's mean to them, you know, because they're like it's portraying something that these people aren't. Like we, these, yes, we talked about this last week with Ace Ventura and trans people. Yeah, but this is this is uh, this is a disorder, like for its personalities, for split personality disorder. But I watched I watched the video and uh, it's with the guy Anthony Padilla. He's from Smosh. Oh, so yes. he has he has his new thing and he interviews people and he interviews like three people, three or four people that have a split personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And like people like it's crazy to to watch them and they casually will change. Like people change differently. So one person, like, he'll be talking and then his voice will completely change. And his whole demeanor will just change. Like naturally, but it just happens. And then one person will take a moment and they'll literally just like knock out. And wake back up and be like, oh, hi. And they're like, oh, no, this is so-and-so. They're all super nice, it seems. Like, everything has, like, come out for a different time. Like, the protectors will come out. They have, like, different – I didn't know all these things that came into it. 
and like you learn a little bit from the movie split like some of that stuff is true like who like is like who is the more people that like come out more when the certain people come out when they are feeling sad or lonely or they need protection the protector comes out it's like stuff like that but like it it, it that that video taught me like so much about understanding those the, like these people these humans you know like they're just was how, it intentional they, when they would when they would switch or was it just no it, it, it just comes and goes it's like um like before that i watched uh people with tourette syndrome um and how like they explained it like this with tourette syndrome not with uh split personality disorder but uh tourette syndrome it's like you know how you have a cough and you try to just put down the cough mm-hmm. and it just gets more and more uncomfortable and then all of a sudden you just, you just need a cough that's how it feels to have tourette syndrome that's how they explained it they're like you just feel like you need a cough so you have to do the movement or you have to say something or you have to you know do those things i was I was going binging through that last night. I thought it was so cool. I learned so much from that guy. But is it usually like I feel like the big thing with Tourette's is when it's people like talk about it, it's always like cursing or something negative. People people always put it to to a negative light, but really it's just like they can't help it, you know, and they're just. But what when on the videos and stuff, was it would their Tourette's manifest as something negative or was just on on the videos it usually stems from like some type of like family trauma is why they say certain things. Okay. Um, so like in, a, in a, being inappropriate, it doesn't, it's not that they mean to be inappropriate. It just happens. You know, I had a professor with um, this last, my last semester of schooling, he had Tourette's um, and his was just like, he would just twitch. Like his, he would like, like you'd be talking and you could always, as you got to know him, you just kind of got to know when it was going to come. So he, his arms would like, shoot out so his hands would be thrown up or he'd like stomp on the floor and there's one time he was like talking he was grading me on something and so him and i were talking and then he like stomped really loud and like hit my desk and like it startled me for a little bit he's like sorry I, he goes i thought i was gonna go a different way with that one and i was like oh all right whatever but it was like just something that he owned just like does, he yeah. just it didn't bother him he addressed it the very first day of class like it happened within the third, first 40 seconds everybody was just kind of uncomfortable yeah and he goes i have tourette's it came later on in life, like he wasn't born with it or something. I think he got into like some type of accident, and then uh, it, that's just yeah. He had it after that, and it, it's scary because they talked about this. This one guy was a comedian, and he has Tourette's syndrome, and he was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I was four years old, and I it felt like a ghost was pulling my face to the side, and he's like, and I couldn't stop it, and he's like, I didn't know why it was happening. And I couldn't stop. It was like continuous, continuous, continuous. And so he like went to his mom crying because he couldn't stop his face from doing it. He thought a ghost was pulling his face to the side and it was just a twitch. And it went away after time. But like there's certain things that trigger it. And so you have people like uh, this streamer. She she has Tourette syndrome and she says a lot of inappropriate stuff. But she's like she's like I have to tell everyone before I meet them that, hey, I have Tourette syndrome. So, um, don't bend over cause she'll, she'll, it's a trigger. She'll slap your ass. Like it's a trigger. Like she does it to everybody. And sometimes there's been stuff when she's at coffee shops and shit and they go to give her her coffee, but everybody in the coffee shop in her, her town knows exactly who she is. Mm-hmm. So they put it down on the floor or down on the ground and or on the, like the table, table on the counter and she'll, she'll grab it from there. But if someone hands it to her. She automatically tried to slap it out of their hands. 
So <laughs> she's like, there's a few times <laughs> where it's pretty funny. She goes, she goes, yeah, sometimes people will come up to me and start talking, but they'll have a cup in their hand and it's instantaneous for me to just slap it out of their hand. She's like, so I'll slap it out of their hand and they better forget it. And then I slap their ass. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And she's like, I just can't help it. And she's like, but sometimes there's people that will know who I am and they'll run up and they'll bend over in front of me on purpose and I can't help it. Uh and that she's sucks. and she's like she's like and it's embarrassing like i don't i'm not proud of it she's like it's not something i had like oh it's not like her friends or something no like that. it's just some random fan it's like you know oh a fan yeah or, like, oh, like wow. it's super it's super messed up and like she's gotten caught like on twitch like saying like the n-word like cussing out like saying super inappropriate stuff but she's like i don't mean to say it she's like i've had to make multiple videos saying like i have tourette syndrome and i don't mean to say these things and she's a sweetheart but she just like says all this like gnarly shit, dude. You gotta watch her videos. That's crazy. crazy. It's it, she teaches you a lot. That's all wild. Right. Who, Cannon. who is it? Uh, I don't know her name. I gotta look it up. Uh, of course, I think so. it's Anita. Anita, I think. Hmm. The Twitch streamer. No, I'm interested. Yeah, especially because I had just talked to someone, or I talked to Heather about this not too long ago. She brought up that video that you you talked about. Um, the and, one about what? Uh, Anthony Padilla. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, it's stuff's interesting to me. Um I think what's the movie Sybil? There's a there's an older movie and it has like it's about um it's one of the first movies about um multiple personality Dissociative disorders. identity disorder. Oh, is that what it's called now? Yeah, D I D. Yeah, so stuff's super interesting. Yeah, it's it's always I mean it's I think a lot of people just think it's scary because it's just something that's just something we don't understand. Find, yeah, uh, understand, but the the hierarchy and the semantics of it is always is still really interesting. Yeah, but again, I I, I understand why people are like people think you know when they see Split, they're like because no matter what, Hollywood's always going to choose the narrative yep. flair over over historical fact or, yeah. or any kind of fact, whatever's going to make a good story. Yeah. That's actually what like the main theme of this whole pirate book I'm reading because it's like separating fact from fiction. It's going to beyond the myths to find out why we think that the pirate flag is black with this and this and this. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's like, cool. They're like, no, actually, it was red because red was the old sign for like, we're not giving any quarter. Like, if we, if we go, we're going to kill you. So mm. that was scarier than black. And it wasn't until later where like the pirate myths fed the later generations of pirates who then oh so then played into that uh -huh. but so that that that's where i was like that makes sense why people don't like split yeah yeah like i didn't i didn't think about it like that but apparently like that movie brought a lot of like just uh, a different type of uh that's also some gnarly callbacks to early youtube though with anthony padilla and smosh and then um tourette's guy Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, he was a big superstar on early YouTube. You never saw his videos. Is he the one? That, like, was he was like, he was older. He was bald. We, yeah, I know. We exactly used to watch with Tino and Dominic. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. He was big back then. Granted, not for like the best reasons, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, all right. We do we want to try this again, or should I just go straight into it? Let's do it. You guys can just say it. Oh, okay, one. Is it canon, bro? That was the most like soft and casual is it canon we've done yet. This <laughs> where we're at. Hey, guys. 31 times. Already over 2,000 listens. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Yes, thank you. That is canon. 
We've hit. Oh, we're over. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right, we're done with this. this over two thousand. That we meant to say. That that's how we probably should have started this episode. Yeah, it's canon. But anyway, um, so not just the Loch Ness monster. We're also going to go into this man named Alistair Crowley, who Mr. Crowley. Is that a Zeppelin song? No, it's Ozzy. Ozzy. Do you think that's about this guy? It might be. Who knows? Did he talk to the dead? This guy. So Aleister Crowley, wildlife. the, The reason I found him is because he was a big occultist and he was like super into like black masses and all this stuff. And he created his own religion and... He bought. Oh, this is totally about him. Mm-hmm. He bought a castle in Scotland that's right by uh, Loch Ness, and so he used to. Oi. He used to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to do that and then look like that's right, bitch. <laughs> He's a fucking he dog. To me. <laughs> but he used to just do these rituals and practice all the stuff, and they say that he would. He did it underneath his castle and that he opened a couple portals in his lifetime while he was living at this castle and one of those portals um opened and let loch ness let nessie into the loch ness oh what does that look like do you imagine opening a portal and just this massive sea creature comes flying out of the portal into the water (laughs) well oh fuck okay (laughs) Hi, welcome Earth. <laughs> <laughs> just having it stuck in your basement. I didn't know. I didn't realize Mr. Crowley. That song is okay. We need to listen to the song real quick, though. Like, I want. I want to hear the words to see if it's like connected. Right, it just, has to be, right? Can, yeah, that has to be from it. Let me see. I, I can pull it off my phone. It's about Alistair Crowley. It is. It is. He's also known as the wickedest man alive. That's a long intro. Are you reading the words? No, I'm just reading an article about on songfacts.com. I'll go through it after. Just really listen to the words. I'm so excited. This is so cool. I didn't know. I like the song always. Come through here. Tell us, tell us the words so we we don't get uh, all right copyrighted. So I'm just gonna gonna move is through that these. A word? Is that the word? Is the word Move through these song facts. So the song is about Alistair Crowley. Uh, he's a British practitioner of black magic and was known as the wickedest man alive. 
Uh, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin also uh, based some album covers off of his work. Um, the song helped Ozzy play up his mock satanic image, which he did for effect. Ozzy, mock that. satanic image? Mock satanic. So he's so, not actually a satanist. He just did it for the show. Yeah. Um, I remember he. there's a video of him biting like off that off bat. A, and he had to go to the emergency room. <laughs> Uh, Ozzy mispronounces Crowley's last name. Uh, it is in fact pronounced with the f- first syllable sounding like crow in so English. Crowley. Crowley. Yeah. Um, Mr. Crowley. Yeah, Crowley sounds better in the song. I get it. So Bob Daisley, who was the bass player on the album, wrote some of the songs, uh, wrote some of the lyrics for the song. Um, he explained, I wanted to look at the darkness and question Alistair Crowley. Alistair, what were you thinking? Um, you know, all this darkness and negativity. So that was a snag that I put on it. That's a quote from um, Daisley himself. And then, according to legend, when Aleister Crowley was born, they scattered the afterbirth because he had a birthmark shaped like a swastika. Ozzy sings about it in the line, they scattered the afterbirth. Um, That's wow. interesting because he was born in 1875. Well, the swastika wasn't was never really that bad of a sign. Until no, it was a sign of it was a sign of like fertility. Yeah, and it was a, it was a good sign uh, used by the Buddhists used in Buddhist culture. Oh, really? And yeah. usually, that's what happens is that these terrible people adopt or co opt these symbols of hope and these symbols of positivity, and they distort it and uh-huh. warp it into their own version. Yeah, and then it's unfairly, you know, associated with these negative things for the rest of time. The line, won't you ride my white horse, is a drug reference. Crowley was known, a uh, known Crowley. user of, Crowley was a known user of opium. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. Alistair Crowley would sometimes sign books and autographs. Polemically yours, Alistair Crowley, which inspired Bob Daisley to write the line, it was polemically sent. That's crazy. But uh, this guy, so he he just had a wild life. He was born rich, as most of these people usually are, and he went to college in Cambridge. And a lot of people say here, like he had such a wild life that people, some people believe that while he was at at Trinity College, he was recruited into British intelligence, like MI six or whatever. What the fuck? And oh, so. Shit. Everything he did after that was all like documented, not documented, but like he was, they were all missions. Oh, like the British government was like, all right, you're going to do this now and you're going to do this now because we need the information. Um, He was a big mountaineer and like went on all these. He tried climbing like the, the Kanchenjunga, Kanchenjunga, uh, which is uh, supposed to be the, di- the most difficult mountain you could ever climb. Really? And he failed it. But uh, he he joined this thing called the Hermetic o- Order of the Golden Dawn, which is like a magic, magic order, and became a magician there. And then was... Like a warlock magician? Mentored, yeah. Mentored yeah, like, by one guy. Let me take my thumb off. Yeah. <laughs> and... You were gone for 10 years, and that's what you learned? <laughs> <laughs> and... Got into this big beef with half because he was like in one chapter in England and there or one chapter in um, Scotland, which was different than the chapter in England. And they like basically broke that order in half. And then 
where else did he go? Moved to Scotland, which is where the Loch Ness thing happened, came up. Went to Mexico and then studied Hindu and Buddhist practice in India. Then went, then got married and went and honeymooned in Cairo. And while he was in Cairo, he said he heard this voice that told him to write everything down. Kind of like uh, Mormon. Kind of, kind of like the Book of Mormon. Okay. And he... He said the name of the entity was Awas and provided him with the book of law. And that started his, that was the beginning of his religion called Thelema. Thelema? Thelema. Is that still a thing? I think so. I don't know if it's a dead religion now, but it was started by him. And it's, it declared that its followers should do what thou wilt. All right. That is the basis of that, of that religion. And align just themselves, want, guys. align themselves with true will through the practice of magic. And then after that, he became a, an author and did poetry, novels, and occult literature. And one of the funniest things was that he did poetry, and he would like pay people. He would have contests to see who could write the best essays about his poetry, and the ones that always won were the ones that were like these poems. Are among the greatest poems oh, of all time. So his yeah. ego stroked. That's crazy. He moved to the U.S. and spent time in the U.S. and then campaigned for the German war effort against Britain in the First World War. Oh, but they said that again. People say that he did that under the order of, of the, British the British government, government to yeah. infiltrate the Germans. Did he have that swastika tattoo before? I don't know if he had that that tattoo. Oh. Wasn't it a birthmark? Did he own lions? No, he was not. <laughs> he was not Tiger King. <laughs> I'm just King. curious. But as an occultist, do you think that there are books and that there are rituals today or have been rituals that can open up those portals and can... Or do you do you think that people can have control over those kinds of openings? Uh, yes and no. I think there's possibilities for portals to be open. Um, I know it's a big thing where if you have two mirrors pointing at each other, that's that's a, a good opportunity for portals to be open because it opens the ways to dimen- to like different dimensions. Um, uh, I I know a few people that are witches, and they are like convinced um, of of these things that like you know uh, they know how to bring dark spirits. They know how to you know bring on certain things and it's supposed to bring a more uh, fruitful life for them if they can do certain rituals. I'm not going to go into detail about, you know, what's that because they're making deals with people with things or um, just because letting them into the world will bring good repayment. You sacrifice something for others and in, in a sense, so equivalent you, exchange. Yeah. So you give something away, you get something back. It's very, it's like, that's the concept of it. And it's not for, I'm not saying that's for all witches. I don't know any of that stuff and I'm don't really want to right now. Um, but from the concepts that I've heard people that I met, that's usually how it goes. Um, so yeah, I think, I think all that stuff is definitely a possibility that it could be real. But when I think of magic, I think of somebody like saying a spell and having something float. That's what I think. I don't know what, um, I only have known witches. I never really known, you know, warlocks in a sense um so it's kind of hard for me to say like what what like what that means like if you want to learn magic and you want to go into like this certain place where people know everything what is that like what do you learn 
you know, and the books. I've seen, I've like looked up books that teach you magic. The books, like the Devil's Bible, like I've I've looked up these things. I'm not, I'm super scared to buy them, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's cool that there's like a whole different world out there that nobody like it, people are scared about, like and rightfully so. Like I'm fucking scared of it too, but like it's just my curiosity is what's gonna kill me because I want to know what it what they say. I want to know what what they live by, you know. So I do have that curiosity where I want to kind of research and learn, but I feel like if I physically buy the copy of the book, I feel like it's just I'm gonna be haunted. I don't know. That's that's just me. Um, I definitely think that people are like it's possible for them to open portals, but I don't think that they have control over it. Like I think that it's control is like an illusion. Um, I think that they probably are like they have some sense of control over it like they can open it and then they can close it but also too like movies and tv shows and stuff they're based off of like real life a lot of times or they're influenced by that and how many fucking movies have we seen where there's a portal open and then all of a sudden they do what and then you hear the line well i don't know this is what it said to do it should be working and then it doesn't like that comes from somewhere you know um and they should make a like a movie about Crawley, they might have that'd be cool uh but i do think that like witchcraft and stuff like that is becoming more mainstream uh because i feel like i've heard more people openly express the practices of wiccan and stuff like that recently um and a lot like dalton like i'm very fascinated by that world um i'm very much intrigued um but at the same time i think that it's like you have to respect it yeah i think it deserves a lot of like respect and it deserves a lot of uh you have to have a respectful distance and you you don't want to like because i think it's very easy with stuff that is so intriguing to get lost and when you get lost you you become vulnerable and that's when you truly already like for something for something like that and that's like people i feel like people look for it when you know they need they need answers and they're not getting it the way they want to get it they're not patient enough or they just like they aren't looking in the right direction and so they want answers they want it now and sometimes it's been it's been said that you get your answers almost immediately you get results almost immediately you know from doing certain things like that and i've i've heard stories where like shit it works it happens like there's a reason why somebody's alive because like, like if, even if they have cancer, like it makes sense. Like that's to them. It's like they can, it, it helps. Yeah. But then also too, like, I feel like people get blinded by the upfront stuff and then they don't see what's being in, exactly what's in exchange for it, you know? And but some, also how much have we been told to be like, be scared? Oh yeah. No, no, no. Like, I'm not saying that like my, like what is it, it is just a simple, like as simple as it says, nothing's as simple as it says. I don't care what it is. Nothing is as simple as it says. Give me one know. thing. That's as simple as it says. Football. No, what? That's the fucking worst example in the world. Football. So simple. It's really not. Matthew. You're going to sit here and tell me that football is simple. Yes, it's the most simple concept. Really? Then why the hell, if it was so simple, why would we need instant replay? Why would there be people that are irate over fucking calls? Why are their calls wrong if it was so simple? Well, if I was a ref, I would never make any calls wrong. Okay, so because easy. you wouldn't make any calls. You'd be like, check his head off. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, think, I think there are things that are just like, we as human beings, we tend to overlook and overthink. That's what we do. 
but I think there's like a like a line where it's like, okay, can it be as simple as it says? I'm sure they can. I'm sure there's a possibility that somewhere out there it's very simple. It's you know very straightforward. What you read is what you get. But then there's also things like you know like how English teachers want to research every little word and and fucking at like was the the curtains are blue. Yeah, like they want to they want to like why did they say that? What does that mean? How does like they probably just said it in there because it was they needed to put something out. They probably just needed to fill up some words or some shit, but we're looking into it. It's like, oh, the color is blue because, you know, he's sad in this part of the movie. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. But, like, we we tend to, to dive too deep. And I think there's a sense of maybe it is what it is. Why do you think people dive too deep? Why do you think people assign meaning where there might not be It's human any nature. Meaning? We're always trying to find the meaning of something. We're always trying to find the truth. We're always trying to figure out what is and what isn't and that's okay but when it comes to you know life and you know the deep shit that's when it kind of gets difficult occult stuff occult stuff that's when it gets difficult yeah but then too like when it starts with something simple like oh you know i want more money and then you do this thing to get it once you know that that access is there do you have the ability to to stop like you just know that anything you want is just it's the the it's there's endless resources and the bigger things i'm assuming the bigger sacrifices need to be made and so are you willing to go through all of that and at what point do you stop and then can you stop is it like a slippery slope you yeah, know like an addiction of some kind yeah yeah and, and it's not even just with this but it's like with anything you yeah know? yeah um i don't know i think that needs to tread lightly i think the curiosity really fucking gets me though i can't help it like, I, I really want to know, and they just not really, not learn, but just, I want to know everything that happens, you know? But I'm also like, well, if I double dabble in it, you know? Like, that that's that's what I know myself, and I'll just, I'll get stupid. So, I think it's interesting. I think there's a definitely possibility that there's definitely things like that out there, but if it's real or not, I feel like it's, uh, since so many people do it, and it's becoming such a big, bigger thing right now, I think sometimes it might work. There might be a chance. But you think you think that people can control the opening. I think the closing. They I can they can influence it. Yeah, it's I not just like it's not like a force of chaos. Yeah. Cause if it was a force of chaos, we wouldn't be fucking here right now. If you think about it. Like people have been doing witchcraft for years and years and years. You know, generations upon generations. So if something really, really bad has happened, we would we we probably wouldn't be on this earth. You? Ghostbusters would be able to save us now. So Dalton, Dalton says, Dalton says people can control it and open it, and that's canon. Because we both know that you guys both think that the other dimensions and what's in those portals for sure is possible. So the question is if we can control that or not. Yeah, I'll go with canon. I think it's canon. It's totally canon, bro. You think it's not just a force of. It's not just a random Matt thing. Like people, can be people can people can channel it. I don't. I don't. I think people can channel it and open it, and but I don't think they can completely control it. Okay. Because I feel like I feel like we hear about these like haunted places that just like are just like out of control, and I think those are examples of portals that probably got open, and then the oh shit moments are like oh fuck like how do I close this? Why isn't what is supposed to be working working? Oh what like this scroll lied to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> darn it. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, 
I think people can open them, but I don't think they have complete control. I think got that it, got it, got belongs it. to someone else or something else. So it's canon. Canon. Another together canon. It was crazy. Canon. That it is. That it is. I've always wanted to shoot a cannon. Speaking on another, another metaphysical uh, possibility. What does that mean? How much do you think a person's name influences what they are and what they become and what they do in their life? Oh. Like, you know, like there's tons of people that are named after, Karen. you know. Uh, if, Matt, if Matt lived by Karen? his name, he would just be laying on the floor right now. He would just be a Matt. You're so dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so glad, I'm so glad I'm rubbing off on you guys. <laughs> um, but like you have people it's named working. obviously after like their parents or their grandparents and stuff. But you have lots of people named after um, ideas or concepts or like people from... Uh, Media or culture or, or history, west, north, south. I don't think it influences anything. Why? Because I think that upbringing and I think that um, upbringing and parenting play a larger role, and the people that you're around play a larger role um, than what your your name does. Because a name is like a choice. Like you can literally name a child anything. As we've seen with like Elon Musk's child, whose name is a formula, e uh, equals MC squared. Love that kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, I I think that there are factors that are 100 percent make up who why people yeah. are the way that they are, and I don't I don't think a name plays into that. I don't think so either. You don't think it's like a cosmic wish? I mean, every- kind of like how we were just talking about. It's like a you know hoping every- to channel some kind of yeah connection to that child. No. A name's a name, man. I think. People people change their names too because of who they are. They feel the name doesn't fit, you know. So it's like all that stuff is is like on the physical level, but it's not on, on a on a spiritual level, which is like what people feel like. Oh, that I don't feel like that's my name. And I I just think like on the grand scheme of things, like what makes up a person, their name and what they're called is should be lower on the totem pole. And yeah, is, you know, like granted, it's your I identity like that's the that is the like name that people call you but for instance if you can think of any name and you can think of people that have the same name that are super successful and not successful or in in whatever aspect of the life that you want to you know place the success at um because if, if the name influenced who you were all accountants would be named fucking like nick you know what I mean? Or all athletes would be named Dalton, you know? And so or it's all like, NASA people would be named Mitch. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so I just think that, but it, it's not like that. There's different names that are in different professions. Why? Because their upbringing has led them to enjoy those things or push them in that, that way. You yeah, know? I agree. Do you guys think the opposite of, uh, can be true? If, if a person's name doesn't influence who they are, do you think someone's name can have a big effect on who they are? No, it's the same. That's the same question. It's the same concept, just backwards. I'm saying, if I don't think there's positives to having a name, I also don't think that there's negatives to it. I mean, I don't know. Unless you're named Hitler, like that, you or know, that's, that's what I'm talking. I'm, like, oh, I'm saying yeah. like when well, someone. I'm saying when stigmas. the cosmic stuff, you know, goes completely in the opposite. Like someone that has a name like Bella or something like that, and it's. You know, their name means, okay, maybe not, maybe beauty is not a good one to go off of, but like someone has a name that means wise and they end up 
not you know, my name not means the, the gift from god and i don't think i'm jesus's gift to the world <laughs> you know what i mean uh i think it's the same i think there's a few exceptions like there are people with a name that have done horrific things in this world so if somebody's named that they're gonna get like this like weird look from it you know um but i don't think that that means that that child is gonna be the second coming of that individual you know so I think that there's social stigmas that tend to come along with it. Like right now, if you're named Karen, you're probably having a rough time. Uh, or yeah. Susan, you know. Susan. Yeah. You know, that, that comes with certain stigmas. But I don't think that that directly affects your day-to-day life, you know. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, if, if a name doesn't influence and a name uh, just really has a social stigma, do you think that certain names are inherently sexier than other names? Yeah. Like, no, I, I don't know. I'm not into Barbara. I don't think that's a cool. And the barb. Barb. Babs. Babs. Barbara. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it depends on how how smoothly the name rolls off your tongue. Lydia. Hey. The only thing, the only person that fucked up that name is fucking the is, character is Skyrim. Lydia and Skyrim. But she's the dumbest. Oh my god, she's the worst fucking Lydia, in dude. the fucking world. You like, you like, get her in Skyrim, and you're like, hell yeah, I have someone to go fight all these things with. And you just spend the rest of the game saving her ass because she fucking just charges into battle and then almost dies all the time. Yeah. Um, Monique I, hates Lydia. What other names? It's like, but yeah, it's like in when when Harry met Sally, they have the whole scene where she's like, uh, they're talking about her old boyfriend Sheldon, and she's like, yeah, the sex was good, and he was like, no, you don't have great sex. You don't have the best sex of your life with a boy with a guy named Sheldon. <laughs> I get Sheldon. I, I, I don't know because no, I I can't. If I agree with this, then I have to go back on everything else. No, I don't agree that it changes anything. I just think names that are easier for people to say or flow smooth off the tongue um, are thought of as are sexier. thought of as sexier. But then it's probably different in different languages, right? Like Sheldon might not cut, roll off the tongue super easily in English, but. I don't know. It might roll off in a different language. It might be like super easy to say. Sheldon. <laughs> That's no, just that Sheldon just with, an accent. with an accent. <laughs> I don't know. The only only one I can think of that rolls off really nicely is Lydia. I like saying that. Jennifer Aniston. Mila Kunis. <laughs> Mila Kunis. Uh, who else? J Lo. See how that just goes. You you instantly go to oh wow like J Lo wow you know? stupid. Um, well, do you think the name you're just saying people that you like? So does that mean like a name can become sexier if you already think that person has totally. a certain level of appeal? Yeah, probably because totally. you just that's people, who you associate. You become that connected name with a name. The name is a person. The person you like. So it all wraps together. It's one big circle. All right. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. Thank you guys. Uh, we do appreciate it. We hit a milestone over two thousand listens. Two so thousand. That's ten. D- nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, if seriously, uh, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, it means the world to us. We really do enjoy doing it. We hope you enjoy listening. Um, and go ahead and follow us on all of our social media platforms at Drum Podcast. Leave us a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, have a great fucking week, everybody. Uh, stay safe and. Um, Until next week, I'm Drum. I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.
me and Dan are have to go pick up some burger patties. Maybe get food right now. For later. For later. <laughs>